Hello, welcome to episode 11 of It's Not Woo, It's Real podcast. I'm your host, Cara Wild. Before we dive into today's session, I've got three business announcements for you. First of all, there is the new customer-only free Facebook group. Yeah! So, I've been wanting to do something around community for a while. I used to have Facebook groups before was such a blast, honest to God, such a blast. And so I'm launching it again. It's an experiment. I'm going to try it for at least six months and see how we get on, see whether it's what you really want. But people keep asking me about community. It feels to me like there is not much space out there for a community that is exploring what I call a primal and mystical spirituality, where we can examine the principles of reality creation, law of attraction, if you want, um, but in a really embodied, trauma-informed, grounded way. And all of the disciplines that come within that, whether it's channeling, EFT, other energy psychology interventions, trauma healing, nervous system understanding, all of that stuff that comes up in session work and client work that I do. I wanted a really safe space where there was just no fear of ridicule or having to prove reality creation where we can just say, I tried this and it didn't work or I tried this and it worked and we can just share techniques. So that's the whole principle. If you've ever worked with me, purchased something off me, been a student, then you can request to join this Facebook group. The way to do that is if you're on my newsletter, you should have received a couple of emails by now with the direct links where you can join. If you're not on my newsletter, that's fine. Just go on to Facebook and um, do a search for Wild Ancients, Wild with an E, and you'll find the group you can request to join. And then there's just some questions just you need to refresh my memory of how we work together and then I can I can check everything out. It's really important to me that it's a customer only Facebook group for the very reasons that I have said. I don't want a completely free one. I want it quite private and behind that paywall so that we do know that it is a free from ridicule safe space for the most part. That's really important to um, me that I provide that for the people that I work with. And if you join now, it's quite quiet in there at the moment because we're I've got a launch event on Friday, the 17th of November. So this will be going live on 14th of November. It's on the 17th of November, 7 p.m. UK time. Get yourself in the group on the Zoom link and come in the spirit of Nirvana, come as you are, get on that Zoom. Don't have to have your camera on at all, ever. You can just chat to us through the Facebook, through the, I'm doing this thing with my fingers, you can't see me. You can just type text in the chat box, that's fine. I would love to see your face, but it's not a requirement. You know how to put your face on to get through the door, guys. You can just turn up. And I'm coming with a bag of games. (laughs) I don't know what we're going to do. Some kind of energy, maybe some... I'll open the space up energetically and we might 
explore some, I don't know, I don't know, I have my mind up yet. I'm going to tune in and see what happens on the day, but I've got lots of different things that we could play around with and have some fun. If the lighting's right, quite fancy having a go at seeing if we can see each other's auras. That's always a good laugh. If you can't make it live, still join, because one of the things I definitely want to do is an opportunity for us to share some spooky stories. Like, just share some stories of the woo. I really need to find a different term than that, but we all know what that means, right? So it's an opportunity to share stories about it, to normalize it, talk about energetics. I am more than happy to open my brain and for you to pick around it on anything, channeling, um, client work, setting up your own practice. You don't have to have a business to be in there. Got quite a lot of overlap with that. Auras, mediumship, tarot reading, seeing ghosts, working with stone circles, working with earth energies. Um, well, like transformational work, using EFT, all sorts of stuff. I don't know. Finding meaning and purpose. All the things that kind of come up in channel sessions, even some stuff around addictions if you want. That's in my professional toolkit. We'll just see. And also, I want an opportunity to find out what you would like from the group, especially those of you that are channels or that you are students, ex-students of mine. We used to do the channeling circle where we would, I would organize people to do exchanges to practice their channeling skills. It's a safe space to share any channeling and any information that you have got coming up that you want to share to a collective so that we can all learn just, yeah, what works, what doesn't work when it comes to reality creation. So that's that. Final update. The Channel Your Guide course. Oh my God. (laughs) So I retired this because there was tech issues, but I've now resolved those. Also, it's I recorded it in 2015. So it's, you know, it's recorded on my iPhone from my living room back in the day. And I really wanted to upgrade it, but I didn't have the time and I wasn't sure I was taking my business in that direction. So I retired it. However, I swear to God, I mean this as well. It's not just one of those people keep asking me statements that aren't true. I get a lot of inquiries about from from friends, from colleagues that are just, I want to refer people to learn how to channel and you, where's your course? Where's your course? And then people coming through old podcast interviews I've done and links saying, oh, I really wanted to come and buy your course and it's not available, blah, blah, blah. So I decided on Halloween to re-erect it, resurrect it, not re-erect it, to resurrect it. Um, at a drastically reduced rate. So it's £77 now. It's a very comprehensive course. It used to sell for £249 and that was years ago. And it just means that the quality of the, well, the fine, the fine, they're just very, very homemade. But the principles that I, sp- and it's with Aurora, so it's not with the ancients. But the principles are step-by-step principles of how to connect with a creme de la creme guide, how to know that that's our right guide for you, 
how to allow them into your energy system safely, how to blend with them, how to verbally channel if you want to, how to use it professionally and also how to use it on your own healing of your own energetic blocks is all the same process that I teach now if I'm working one-to-one with a student it's everything that I still do now myself so yeah it's comprehensive and I think having this Facebook group as a to go with it as well to complement it is going to be a big piece so yeah if you buy that you'll be in the Facebook you can join the Facebook group that's it that's the updates So let's get to this episode, which is why EFT might not be working for you. I wasn't sure (laughs) I've been wanting to do this podcast for such a long time because how EFT is taught in some online communities drives me insane. It's not necessarily that they are wrong but yeah, they're wrong, but not necessarily that they're wrong. It's incomplete, which means that friends of mine were saying, do you know, EFT just don't really work for me. And I'm like, hmm, let me give you a free session then, because I'm not sure that's true. Because I knew from what I'd seen that EFT was being taught ineffectively. And what when I listened to them, it was how they were applying EFT based on no fault of their own, just what they've been taught online. And it's just like, that's not going to work. That is not going to work. It's not that EFT doesn't work for you. It's that you haven't been taught the right, right way to use it. So before we go into the whys of that, when I was trained in EFT in 2004, we were told, try it and anything. Don't go, don't go where you're not, where you don't belong, you know, just, but try it on on everything. Don't go around pretending that you know all sorts of things about medical stuff, but try it on medical, try it on physical disease, you know, don't go around pretending that you're a count, you know, a therapist, but try it on emotional issues and just don't get out of your depth, but try it on everything, be experimental. And that's how Gary Craig, the founder of EFT, kind of released it to the world free and experimental. But before I get into that, I want to just give you a bit of background. So you know where I'm coming from with EFT, because I don't think everybody knows. Everybody knows that I channel. (laughs) Most people know that I channel. Not everybody knows that I do EFT. So in 2003, when I was still working as an addiction specialist, I was working with people who had a problematic use of alcohol and were looking to change it in some way, either completely stop or reduce or something. And I would worked in rehab for a while. I was at this stage, I was training and supervising new counsellors, but I still had a bit of a big toe in the in rehab. And one of the things that we offered was a clinic for um, helping with cravings. I have to remember this was 2003. I was quite leading edge at the time. I was really lucky with, in some respects, for the agency that I worked with. So we trained in um, auricular acupuncture. So that's just acupuncture for the ears. And we would do a clinic. I'd just stab people in the ear, basically. And it was found that that, drastically helped reduce alcohol cravings which then obviously helps withdrawal and helps abstinence now I know from all the 
trauma education I've had and nervous system education I've had that it was putting them in a rest and digest place and the idea of acupuncture is not new. Anyway, so it was working. And around that time, a colleague of mine who was a um, community psychiatric nurse passed me a paper that had been written about the effectiveness of using EFT on cravings with fantastic results. I was like, tapping on your face stops you from craving alcohol. Mine was bad enough with smoking. When a really strong craving gets hold of you with the addition of the physical withdrawal that might be going on as well it's powerful <laughs> it's a really powerful force but I'd got a business at the same time as working as an addictions worker doing Reiki healing so I already knew how powerful it could be to simply work on the energy system. You know, I'd done Reiki healing sessions where people's pain had just completely gone. But I knew also that the energy without the psychology work or the psychology work without the energy work just wasn't as effective as if you combined the two. And that's what EFT said it was doing. It was combining energy and psychology. And I just signed up to train in it straight away. So I trained with, my trainers trained directly with Gary Craig, like I said, the founder, just back in the day when it had first come over into this country. I also attended Gary Craig's conference, the only one that he's ever done in the UK. It was a conference on using EFT on serious diseases that blew my mind. When you see somebody who's a wheelchair user from ME, I leave the conference not needing the wheelchair at all, as well as some other stuff that I saw there. That makes you sit up and pay attention. Bearing in mind, I was married at the time and my husband was a wheelchair user. And I'm not saying that if you are a wheelchair user and you can't get EFT to do anything that you failed, like nothing like that. But it's just like, Ha, huh, what the hell is going on there? And over the years, I've seen some mind-blowing stuff with EFT. So the misconceptions about EFT and why I see people saying and thinking that it doesn't work for them mainly have to do with two threads. First of all, there's so many diluted forms of EFT out there that some of it just doesn't even represent EFT anymore. The other thing that is out there quite a lot is EFT tapping scripts. Now, I want to be clear, they're not harmful as such. It's just that you're going to, if you use a basic EFT script that is not designed to be personally attuned with your unique energy system, your issues, your your psychological functions, your focuses, your unresolved trauma, all of that, you're only going to get so far. So from a generic point of view, they can be quite helpful in taking the edge off. Sometimes every now and again, you'll knock something out of the park with just one generic script statement. But most of the time, you're only going to be able to take the edge off. And then you'll feel an instant relief and think, ah, oh, that's done it. And then it'll come back again and you'll think, oh, EFT is not working for me. And that's what I was seeing with a lot of my friends is that they were using scripts, getting some relief, but they weren't getting down to the core issues. So it was just, it was kind of like taking an axe to a forest and just, you know, 
going over the top of the trees, you're going to get some branches, you're going to get some twigs, you're going to see some, excuse me, you're going to see some impact and get some relief. It's very different from going into the core issue and pulling something out by the roots. It's just not going to be there again. And that is the fundamental difference. When you first train in EFT, (laughs) it's like specific, 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 be specific, 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 over and over and over and over and over again. Whether you're dealing with physical pain or emotional issues, it's about getting specific. So that is why it might not be working with you. And then honestly, if you're dealing with big trauma or a big physical disease, I would recommend that you work with a trained EFT practitioner and trained as well. I mean, you can get EFT in, I don't know, on Skillshare and all sorts of stuff now where you don't really have to know the the understandings. So check out who you're going to work with, ask them what their experience is, their background is, and what areas they're used to working in and whether it is in resonance with what you're working, what you're wanting to bring to the session. Okay, this is just an aside. I had been an AFT practitioner for about four years or something. And my God, my husband, like at the time, he was my husband. He came in and he'd been stung by two wasps at the same time. And he was just in a lot of pain and he was really angry. And he was like, Cara! do that EFT stuff or something, do something, get rid of this pain. So I did do some surrogate EFT and I just did two rounds and I just like, that's gone, I can feel it. I could feel it as an empath in my body, it's gone. And he's like, it's not because I'm still in pain. So he was on a lot of pain medication at that time, which I know dehydrates you. So I said, drink some water and see what happens. Because if you're dehydrated, your energy system don't flow as effectively. And it kind of couldn't, wash out the 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 kink if you like so he had a drink of water and the pain instantly went so you know that's because I'd worked with it for a while and I knew some of the idiosyncrasies that can happen so let's have a look at what the the principles of EFT are like what the fundamentals are why scripts don't work and what you need to know I am not going to teach you how to do EFT today that's like way beyond the scope of the podcast but I'm hoping to get you to think well that's cool you know if EFT haven't been working for you you might be starting thinking well that might be worth it so the fundamental with EFT is that every painful emotion is a result of a or interference in your energy system so let me just be clear this is very different from just normal everyday emotions it's not EFT is not designed to make you a robot and not have any kind of emotions at all You might want to think if it's your triggers or it's a stress moment, it's hard moments, it's some, you know, it could be as big a trauma as having flashbacks or something like all of those are just a result of a as a in your energy system, which (laughs) for those of us that spent a lot of time working out the psychodynamics of some kind of behavioral or psychological states like that's a bit of a you what what it's what it's just that that's all there is to it it's a bit of a moment and the idea is that if we tap 
on meridians and we tap that that block freeing that is enough to resolve the issue complex psychological issues serious diseases if we do it effectively that's the fundamental principle is that every painful emotion is a result of a kink in your energy system which kind of fits in with some of the law of attraction principles and that over time with enough kinks in your energy systems it's going to cause you behavioral emotional psychological and then even in my belief system a a physical disease of some kind. That's it. So the idea is that we find that and in its most simplistic terms, I think the easiest way to understand it is when you have an event in your life, something happens, we now know that trauma is not the event. It's what happens to you inside as a result of an event. Trauma is unprocessed events stuck in your energy system, your body, your emotions, whatever you want to say, but it's an inside job. And that would create, that one event would be enough to create that in your energy system if it's got if it's unprocessed. So it could be little T trauma or big T trauma. So it could be something like a car accident, domestic violence, or it could be something like tripping up in front of somebody and feeling humiliated. It doesn't matter. It's what's going on on the inside that matters. And that's where EFT comes in because what we want to do is find those events and neutralize those events. So people typically come to those tapping scripts with things like generalized belief statements, like I've got low self-worth, I've got anxiety, I've got panic attacks, not a very confident person, I don't like public speaking, I've lost my way in life, I don't want to be visible. And so they do the EFT tapping scripts on, even though I have low self-worth and I feel really bad, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. And there's like an edge off. But, it's, but what you really need to do is find out what is informing you of that idea that at an identity you've got self-worth and what has gone on in the past that still has an emotional charge for you now that still informs and upholds that belief about yourself. That is where we apply EFT and done properly, it's really effective. So with EFT, when you're looking for memories that inform a belief statement, The easiest way to think of, have I found this memory, is it should be able to be specific enough to fit into the time when such and such happened and I feel this about it now. Because it's not about how you felt at the time, it's about how you feel about it now. And that there can be layers to that too. A lot of the time there's anger and underneath that there's hurt. So... You have to find the specific memory and how you feel about it now. And then what can happen with really complex issues is it won't just be one memory and it will be, there'll be a neural net. So there'll be a link in belief somewhere that you need to find as well. So EFT can be 
dramatic, make a dramatic difference. And sometimes it can just take a little bit of detective work. Sometimes it takes a huge amount of detective work. Depends how long the issue has been there, what else it's got tangled up with and all sorts of, you know, if there's any payoffs, if there's any secondary gains. So it's in, that's why I was saying if it's big T trauma, if it's a big disease or if it's a big emotional issue, it's well worth working with an EFT practitioner so that you can get the best results that are possible. They will be able to hold the space while you're, you know, doing reframes and all sorts of things. But they also have lots of tools and tricks in their box. So um, let me give you some examples. Let me start with mine. So not long after I trained in EFT... I suddenly started developing OCD tendencies. I would, I'd cook a whole meal and then I'd get one intrusive thought about what I'd not done perfectly and how I might be, I'll kill somebody. <laughs> and I had to throw the whole thing in the bin and start again. And then I developed, I went on to develop severe agoraphobia where I just was too terrified to come out of the house for more than 10 seconds just because that's all the terror that I could cope with in my in my body. So for me, it was a combination of like burnout. And also I had so much unprocessed trauma in my system that I'd had since birth <laughs> that just the stress of big jobs, being on call 24 hours, once... Once I left that environment, my system just started to collapse and try and process everything. And I'd also, yeah, had some big family changes, which meant that I was having to be a really big caretaker and it was just too much for my system. And it just, pff. so thankfully I trained in EFT and I started to use it on myself, but it wasn't until I went back to very early memories of being raised in domestic violence and I aimed EFT at very specific memories that I'd got, resolved some of that trauma from my system and the panic attack. I was having daily panic attacks. And I mean, you know, them where you just like, you can't, you, you just got to crawl on your hands and knees because you can't function. It was that level. The OCD went and so did the agoraphobia. So I was just, whew. but it took digging around and finding those memories. I did it on my own. I wouldn't recommend that. <laughs> I would definitely recommend working with, with somebody. It just wasn't really an option for me at that time. So that's one kind of example and why I'm so passionate about it now. Like, I know some of you know, because Gary Craig has said this anyway, so I'm okay with it, but I've channeled for Gary, Gary Craig over the last couple of years and I've also... Are the, I worked with him as a, a client and working with him just got me to deeper roots and a, just another level of transformation from some really severe trauma. And so from physical pain, this blew my mind. So I know you won't mind me sharing this, but my ex-husband, like I said, is a wheelchair user. The reason that he's in a wheelchair left him with an elbow that, He's got such severe arthritis in his one of his elbows. He's had a shoulder replacement as well, but his elbow can only, could only move to kind of 90 degrees and it couldn't move any further because the bones were fused. So it was, it was medically impossible for him to ever move that. 
So I'd just come back from watching Gary Craig doing this serious diseases and I'd asked specific questions about um, my husband at the conference. So as an experiment, we did um, an EFT round on, even though I can't move my elbow past 90 degrees, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. And then I think we did some for it'll never move. This is medically impossible. I don't know. I kind of just intuitively played around, but we just did it for a few minutes and then he tried to move it again and it moved about, I think it was 10 degrees more than it ever has done. Bearing in mind, this is medically impossible. The bones were fused together. It had been told that it had never, ever changed. He was so shocked. I thought he was going to throw up. In a few minutes, something medically impossible had changed for him. I was so excited. I wanted to do more, but that was enough for him. Fair enough. That was enough. And it's still to this day, like 18 years later, maybe, he's never gone back to that 90 degrees. Somebody else I worked with was on very, very high pain medication, synthetic morphine to the to the extent that it was high that it was causing problematic use. So they came with wanting to see if they could reduce the pain. I asked them a series of detective questions and we found an unresolved abusive memory and we tapped on that memory, got very specific, covered all the different aspects and they halved their pain medication just after one session. It's just one session. From a performance point of view, I had a client that came because they were too scared to get back on the horse. They'd not had an accident. They couldn't figure out why. All of a sudden, they didn't want to go back on a horse and do show jumping and show riding. They had their own horses. She actually taught me to ride just using energy when I'd learned how to ride a horse without a saddle, which was really cool. And she actually couldn't figure out what the fear and what the anxiety was. She was scared that maybe she'd put on too much weight. So she'd come to me to get a weight down so that she could go back to horse riding and doing show jumping. So just over, I think it was what two sessions, I think it was, we found that first of all, she wasn't, over, she wasn't too overweight to ride. That was not even a rational belief. It was a completely irrational, but it was just not true. And then with some detective work, the anxiety, God, I think this is fascinating. We can get anxious about things that we think we're not allowed to do. There's a part of us that's like, you're not allowed to do that. And it makes us scared because we're about to break in in a rule. So we think we might have anxiety around, you know, falling off the horse or what will people think? And it's just not that. This part was trying to protect her by producing feelings of fear. And that's not for you. You're going to you, you're not supposed to do that. Turns out what was really motivating it was unresolved guilt about something that had happened to her kid. There was no reason for that guilt at all. But conditioned motherhood, you know, should be able to protect my children at all times. Something happened to that kid and she took on too much responsibility. And the guilt meant she had formed a belief I'm not allowed to have a good time to do things just for me. 
I, I don't deserve it. I'm not allowed it. We cleared that. <laughs> and I'll always remember this. I was driving to, to go for my Reiki master's training and she phoned me and she just, oh, she makes me cry now. <laughs> she was just so thrilled because she'd got back on the horse. She'd done a jump and she put herself in for a competition and she was just like, oh my God, I can't thank you enough. There was a young girl, probably about 14, who came with a mother who had um, an anxiety about going on a school trip. And when we dug around, there was something that happened to her in nursery school. And, and it was, for some people, it had not affected them. But this this girl was just so beautifully, deeply sensitive just such a gorgeous soul, felt everything, that it was enough for it to be quite a big trauma for her. And at some level, her system was trying to protect her from being in that position again. So we used EFT to neutralize the emotions around the origin event. And her mother texted me to say she'd gone away on the trip. She felt fine and she had no anxiety about it. Boom. So I tend to work with people that have got big, pretty big T trauma. So because of my training and my history, I work with women that have experienced domestic violence. And with something like domestic violence or any kind of like child abuse, there's, there's quite a few different elements that you need to take care of. So this generalized approach to EFT is just not going to hold it. It's just not going to work. And then they just become such a part of your everyday reality that you stop being able to see them they're just how life is for you and that's why working with somebody that can see outside of your current identity your current reality if you're going to go for an EFT practitioner or healer it's more about their ability to be able to just hold the healing space and see you as you truly are this wonderful creative energetic being that can create whatever identity they want and that's where performance issue comes in you know I used it when I was doing CrossFit and I just couldn't make this one lift so I used AFT to clear out the what was blocking me from being able to do that so I'm I'm hoping that you're beginning to see that if you are going around with this idea that EFT just doesn't work for you maybe that's true or maybe you've just not been taught the right way to do it Maybe you've just not been shown the how how effective it can be if you apply it in the way that it was designed to be applied. You know, let's be clear here. You are using your fingers to tap on your face and other like body parts to heal physical diseases or physical issues that the medical our western medical models say are impossible to change emotional problems can be resolved within a few minutes or some of them might take many sessions to 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 resolve it just depends but the resolving things in a way that takes psychotherapy years if ever so I just think it's wonderful. It's exciting. I've also trained in tapas acupuncture technique. I did that at the same time. That cured me 
of it just completely healed my fish allergies that I had. I've also trained in Site K, which is really good for changing beliefs. I just it's just a really exciting field, which is why I feel so passionate about teaching people why you know why they feel like it's not working for them. Anyway, that's double the time I was going to spend on this podcast. So I don't I don't feel like I can teach you how to use EFT for yourself on this podcast, but I do want to leave you with a few kind of simple questions that you can ask yourself. If you feel like at the end of your day, you're kind of reviewing it and you're thinking, what were the hard parts of the day? And you're trying to trace back patterns and where they originated from. You can use trigger points from your day and ask your questions like... What does this feeling remind me of? Remember, it's the feeling that is the key. So what what is this feeling or this state or this situation reminding me of? What was the first time I remember feeling like this or experiencing this? One really good question for you to start thinking where you might want to start applying EFT is a question that Gary Craig asks, which I think is just brilliant. If you were to live your life over again, and there was just one person or event that you could skip on by, (laughs) what would that be? That could be a clue for a starting point. So where do you go from here? So if you're interested in learning more about EFT and how to apply it to you, I highly recommend Gary Craig's website, So he teaches something now called OEFT, which is what he used with me, which is a kind of healing. And I use that a lot with clients because it kind of combines my channeling, the Reiki and EFT. But on his website, he's still got all the original manuals, all the original teachings completely free. Last time I looked for you to use EFT as a self-help, as self-help. If you are really sensitive and you are kind of feeling tentative about being able to handle it yourself, again, I highly recommend you work with somebody that's trained to at least EFT1 and talk to them before you do. But anyway, Gary Craig's website, I will put it in the show notes. It's emofree.com. So E-M-O-F-R-E-E.com. Emofree. And then finally, I do offer from fear to freedom sessions. I'll put that link on the session on, on the show notes again, but you can just find it if you Google Cara Wild fear to freedom. And that's when I work with people with energy psychology. The intuitive energy reading is just a part of who I am. So that's part of the practice anyway. But it is principally where I use EFT. And so you can find out more about working with me there. I tend to work mostly with emotional issues. Specifically, I'm well versed in working with people with domestic violence, child abuse issues, big T trauma like that, emotional issues, fear of being visible in your business. I'm just trying to think what else tends to come up for people. Low self-worth narcissistic abuse, that kind of thing. There's more information on the sales page. And if you have any questions, anything you'd like me to dive into deeper on a further podcast or any comments or any 
like experiences that you've had that you've want to share and you want to get some clarity on, then I'm really happy. In fact, I would really welcome that. I'm really interested to see what people's experience of EFT is. And you can just email me that over at cara at carawild.com. So that's C-A-R-A and wild with an E. Or if you see me on Facebook, you can just DM me. That's fine. All right. So until next time, be woo because it's real. And I hopefully will see you in the Facebook group. Bye for now.